0: Welcome, Cyber Scholars, to another episode of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. This is episode 45, part four of our Power Rangers in Space retrospective. My name is Sean Fritz, one of your hosts. His name? Christian Ingram. Christian Ingram, the other host, the Power Rangers guy on YouTube. Here we go. Check this out. Hit our music. an awesome power rangers in space remix christian tell him who it's from
1: from my friend trey unknown artist on youtube uh i mean not youtube uh facebook you know um known this man for six years now trey waddy unknown artist uh at trey from rva and he's also on youtube as trey waddy so you know just go check him out it's, he does some awesome music
0: and on instagram as is that dot yeah,
1: T R E. It's weird. I, I forget people spell it other ways because of how known I've, how long I've known him.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, Jason David Frank just released his first half of twenty nineteen schedule. I'll put that phone away now so that I don't get distracted. Yeah, my phone's over there. He'll be in Raleigh. That's the closest that he's going to be here. That's all I need to know.
1: Yeah. How How far is Raleigh from you? Like, are
0: you twenty minutes? Twenty minutes. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. I'm in the southern end of the city. Now, if it's in Durham, where, uh, let's see, Ultimate, yeah, Ultimate Comics, which is a local shop down here, they put on two shows. One is NC Comic Con, and one is, I want to say they call it Raleigh Con. Raleigh, not uh, Raleigh Comic Con, something. I, I forget exactly what. Uh, oh, Oak City Con and NC Comic Con is what they have. One's in Durham, which is like 45 minutes north of here, top portion of the city. The other one's in Raleigh, downtown. 25 minutes or so. That ain't bad. No, not at all. No, do you have any cons coming up your way? Nope,
1: taking a break from cons, I think. I usually go to necacon in uh November, but I'm I'm going to start just really saving for PMC 2020 cuz I have a vacation in August to Myrtle Beach. So, I hear you. I'll just save for that and then go to PMC, which I'm super excited about.
0: Question about that. So, for last year, or this past July when you went to PMC, did Hasbro have a big presence there? Um, a decent sized presence. Were they just toy like a, like a toy booth, or was it executives or or middle management or whatever that was there?
1: Um, there was like a few employees from Hasbro there. I think I'm not 100 percent sure on like everyone that was there. Mm-hmm. But that was it. Um, they didn't have a panel or anything. I mean, they they had a panel, but they didn't have like a booth or anything.
0: Okay, not like Bandai at New York. No, where you can get your exclusives. Nah, because... I'm sure that right was God. everywhere else.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to fix my headphones. Oh. Bothering my ears. That happens. Yeah, but um, no, nah, they didn't really didn't like... I didn't notice anybody there, but I'm sure there was a lot of people there.
0: I'm sure there'll be a much bigger presence this year. Or this coming go-around in 2020.
1: Yep, PMC 2020.
0: Yeah. So, speaking of 2020, back to part four of our Power Rangers in Space 20th anniversary retrospective.
1: I see what you did there.
0: Do you like that, huh? King of Segways. More like the prince. There's some better people. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The Fresh Prince of Segways. There we go. You want to be Uncle Phil?
1: Uh, I'm not that old or that big, so I'll pass on that. Or bald. Yeah, I have hair. A lot of hair actually.
0: Well, not not as much as I used to. Eh, we'll figure out roles later. Pretty much. So, let's get into it. Uh, Unless you have anything else. uh, No, I'm good. Cool. All right. So episode by episode starts now. I don't know why I announced that because it's going to be very obvious. So episodes 26 through 34 uh, are the ones we're going to be covering today or this episode. So episode 26, The Secret of the Locket. This episode opens kind of, it it really comes out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, no build up.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, Dark and and... Andros, as the Red Ranger fighting, Andros is yelling at him, you kidnapped my sister, and Darkanda was thrown in his face, like, it was one of my finest accomplishments, what do you want to do about it? You be like that sometimes, dude. Yeah, and, and in this episode, this is where Ecliptor started to be like a more of like a, I hate to use the term cerebral assassin, but almost like a strategist. Like, he's really started to sh- like turn a little bit, Not not turn in terms of his allegiance, but like his behavior. Yeah. I took semi decent notes on here. We we do learn a little bit more about Caron's backstory, specifically after she was taken and turned to astronomer. She was left on Ecliptor's door. I didn't know a robot needed a door. I guess. I, yeah. And he raised her to be evil
1: the princess of evil. Yeah. Evil.
0: Evil. Beyond this, uh, Darkonda gets God again. Oh, he, cr- he creates a, like a laser grid type trap for the Red Ranger to get caught in. Ecliptor saves Andros and causes Darkonda to step into his own trap. And we're up to a death count of three for Darkonda.
1: Three times.
0: I'm sorry. A destroyed count of three.
1: Oh, yeah. You can't say death. This is Power Rangers. No death.
0: No death. Yeah. It's it's not permadeath for Darkonda. Pretty much. But then there's a fight in the quad. Looks like a quad. They call it the plaza. Quad plaza. Same thing. I mean, the other thing that's different is—is is there a college around, and we don't really see enough establishing shots to to tell Angel Grove Town College, City College, Angel Grove Community College, AC Cubed. Oh, I'm thinking of Angel City, Angel Grove. Yeah, never mind. That'd be AGC two. <laughs> Not to be confused with C two E two. It's
1: a lot in. That's a lot of letters and numbers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The the big point in this, the the most obvious thing in this episode is that during a fight between the Red Ranger and Astronema who goes to the battle, his spiral saber grabs her necklace and tosses it. Andros goes back and retrieves it after the battle. And it's a picture. It mirrors his locket that he wears, has pictures of them as a kid, uh, Andros and Corone. That's pretty much the, ma- the main focal point in that episode. He discovers that she's Carone.
1: You're my sister?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think he said it like that, though.
1: No, he, he's like not. Like
0: Joe Dirt. Like Joe Dearte.
1: Joe Dearte.
0: <laughs> but then the next episode is the first half is pretty much just Astronomer being, oh, Astronomer Thinks Twice, episode 27. She is just trying to remember what happened that day and after. Which to this point, we've never seen what happened after she's kidnapped. Only that she that same footage from the fifth or sixth. Yeah, episode. where she
1: gets kidnapped, like not how she's raised or whatnot. And you know the stupid thing is, she was like, "I was told my family and brother was destroyed by the Power Rangers."
0: Destroyed? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know. I'm just they weren't killed.
2: And
1: I was, I was like, Power Rangers don't destroy people that aren't
0: evil. Yeah. And I mean, granted, it's no different than, you know, it's just planning a false impression of someone or something. I guess the most relevant thing is like people will say that all cops are bad. Well, no, because if that was the case, then they would just be gunning everybody down. Now, granted me as a, you know, mid-30s white man, I can say that without as much prejudice as somebody who's in a different scenario or different city or, you know, whatever. I mean, this isn't Detroit, 1980, whatever, where RoboCop's roaming around. You know, where the city's that bad. Yeah, but it's also not St. Louis where shit's getting real. I don't remember where I was going with that. But your perception should overrule your teachings, I would think. Or at least they would contradict and you would have to think hard about it before you just start with a bloodlust to kill something or to destroy something. Yeah. Just a thought. I don't know. It's Power Rangers. It's a kid's show.
1: Yeah, I mean, even though it's a kid's show, In Space probably was the second darkest season.
0: What was the first one?
1: Darkest was RPM.
0: Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Although the Sentai was not.
1: Lost Galaxy was pretty dark, though. Actually, it might be In Spaces 3, Lost
0: Galaxy 2, RPM 1. Well, Lost Galaxy was effectively built on in space with the theme and a whole bunch of other stuff, from what I understand.
1: It was in space on steroids.
0: Yeah, it was supposed to be like part two of the space opera or like Jedi or Empire.
1: And then, I mean, the only thing that... The only thing that made it super dark, well, there was two things that made it super dark, was the whole Magna Defender arc, Mm. and then Kendrick's getting killed.
0: Yeah, well, that was kind of out of necessity.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then uh, when I was talking to Chris uh, for my other podcast I did Mm. a while ago, he said that uh, Paddy was supposed to replace Kendrick's on the show Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and be the new Pink Ranger, but then they wanted Melody to be the Purple Ranger. But they didn't have any Sentai footage, so they were just like, all right, you're just the Pink Ranger. I don't know who Patty is. Pink Space. That's her real name, Patty.
0: Oh, 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 I gotcha. The girl that played Cassie? Yeah. Mm, I gotcha. So they wanted to bring her back?
1: Yeah, make her the new Lost Galaxy Pink.
0: Yeah, well, and this was when they were, you know, when they were really um, just trying to f- shoehorn the, the Sentai footage in there however they could. Yeah. There's some obvious original footage, but like the first episode of Dino Charge was all original footage. There was no Sentai footage in there.
1: See, I I love watching Power Rangers and being able to tell what's the Sentai footage and what's the American. Oh yeah. All right, which one's the Sentai? Which one's the American? I did that with SPD today. I'm like, all right, that's Sentai, that's American.
0: It's pretty obvious on these older ones because it's just filmed so differently. The quality of the film looks degraded almost.
1: Yeah, it's super grainy and it's gross. It's not gross, it's just, it's like very grainy. Yeah. And like you can really tell in uh, Super mega force, especially the Legendary War, mm-hmm. you're like, all right, Sentai American, Sentai American, Sentai American.
0: What's the, Where's the CGI? Where'd they remove this? Who, where'd they remove this person? You know, that kind of stuff. Pretty much. There's a guy on YouTube, I don't think he's posted much recently, but he'll actually put the Sentai split screen with the American. The only thing I wish he did differently was he'll... If there's dialogue or if there's a change, he'll pause one and then play the other side and then he'll pause that and then play the opposite side again just to see the progression of the story.
1: Oh yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of them.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd love to just see them straight through. I don't care about the audio.
1: Basically. I already know what happens.
0: Yeah, I've seen it before. Probably. For the most part. Oh, uh-uh. yeah. So, and speaking of seen it before, no different than the last episode in episode 27, ecliptor's still doing that thing where he's in that gray area now is he a heel is he a face where's his allegiance uh him and darkana getting a really impressive fight in the first couple minutes of this episode i thought
1: yeah the fight was really good between them
0: yeah i mean there were stakes if you can count darkana dying as stakes because he just comes back again but they merge darkana tries to force merge with ecliptor ecliptor's no 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 and he splits it and Darkonda's like, That's impossible. Well, if it's impossible, how did he do it before in a previous episode? Yeah. And then Ecliptor kills again Darkonda, so we're up to death count four for him.
1: He's dying all the time. Well, being destroyed. Yeah. Or losing lives like a cat.
0: Oh my goodness. And and further on in the in I think it was this episode, it was so ridiculous how he had a scroll of nine pictures of himself and he just kept Xing out the ones that he where he was dying
1: yeah that that's something normal people do, yeah I have this many lives
0: left, yeah it's yeah you know, i'm they just need to put like some kind of counter in the in the upper corner, yeah, a little tiny picture of Darkonda times, however many are left, like in Mario world,
1: <laughs> yeah, like a super smash thing,
0: yeah, similar to that, but I did like this, how. Once he destroyed Darkonda, Ecliptor walks over. He's like, oh, there's no debris. But then, here we go again, Power Rangers. He screams out Darkonda, no different than Kirk did in Star Trek Two when he screamed out Khan. Yeah. Yeah. And then Darkonda's alive again because he's crossing off his lives in the next scene. And then he's, this is what I thought was very good in terms of story progression. Darkonda and Dark Spectre are having a, a FaceTime video chat and he says that Astronoma and Ecliptor cannot be trusted. Then Dark Spectre says that he's going to test her. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool.
1: It was a good interaction of characters.
0: Oh, yeah. And the same CGI from Dark Spectre, which got really old after you've seen the same thing just on a different CGI backdrop.
1: Malagor.
0: Yeah. Although, again, hearkening back to the first episode, I did like the way Divatok said, "Oh, you remind me of my fiance."
1: Now she said it like fiance.
0: Well, yeah, I don't have the range of acting as she as much as Hillary. What's her face does? I don't know. I suck with actors' names. Yeah, Hillary something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, back to this. So Andros receives a message from Astronema, says to meet him on Ko thirty five to come by himself. So he goes by himself to Ko thirty five and. There's a monster of the day that shows up, they get into a fight, he loses his morpher, and then in a big show-style face turn, she grabs his morpher and, and gives it back to him, and then in a big show-style, same interview, heel turn, Astronomer then makes the monster grow. And the rest of the team comes and they beat him.
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure what they were going for in that episode.
0: Yeah. Although at the very end was the way it played out, it makes sense, but you weren't really sure until the following episode was that astronomer agrees to take them to Zordon, or offers to take them to Zordon. She has to go on the ship, and TJ's got the best dialogue ever. I want super-duper mega-fast, let's-get-there-right-now speed. <laughs> Once she tells them where Zordon is, I'm like, oh my goodness. It's like super-mega-fast Rush-It Express delivery. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime with drone delivery through space. Yeah. That episode was really just for...
1: To set up the whole astronomer arc...
0: Yeah, and it you know, astronomer Corone, you know, you don't know what's going on, and the next episode twenty eight, the Rangers' leap of faith, was really mainly that it was, do we trust her? Do we not trust her? They cha- at one point. They shackle her in the cargo bay, which is dark. You don't have a holding cell on your ship. That's gigantic. It's got an elevator, but no holding cell. Like, come on now. Just turn the elevator off halfway through floors.
1: Even the DC's Legends of Tomorrow's have a holding cell.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's ninety nine. It's a kids' show.
1: I don't know, I mean, uh, did any base have a, like, holding cell, though?
0: It wasn't really a base, but I mean, once we get to, like, the Psycho Rangers, there was a cell, but it was just kind of, like, in the middle of... A cave. A cave, right next to a factory building. So, episode 28, The Ranger's Leap of Faith, was the travel to, and the interaction on, what was the planet? Uh, Utoba. It's a jungle planet. Star Wars. Star Wars? Yeah, because there was a frozen planet, a water planet, uh, this planet. This is a jungle planet. There was a lot of character development, character interaction between Andros and... I'm going to refer to her as Corone for this episode. And going forward, when she appears to be or is Corone and not Astronoma. Yeah. Andros brings her food. And I really thought that she was trying to manipulate him to trust her. And then they start talking about their parents and how, you know, if they were alive, are they... What's their status? Not like are they single ASL? <laughs> you know, if they're alive, uh, where are they at? Andrus doesn't know, but his. When you think about it, his whole goal was to find his sister. What about his parents?
1: Yeah, like are they just not there? They
0: don't matter. Like, does he care? Or were they, did like was the last thing his dad said? You little shit! And he's like, f this guy. I, I don't know. Fuck this guy. Pretty much. So when they approach the planet, they have to bring Corona out. She has to appear to be astronomer and have uh, the Power Rangers captured. She tells Alpha to open a communication to Dark Spectre, which I find hilarious. How can they just call him? His number, like, 1-800-DARK-SPECTRE?
1: Yeah, that's one thing I've never got. It's like, all right, patch him through. Like,
0: Patch him through where? Yeah, from where to where. How does he have our phone number? If he has his phone number, you can track phone calls. New phone, who dis? Yeah, pretty much. Alpha mutters under his breath, Oh, you can say please once in a while. So then she says... Please and thank you. And not in a condescending way. That was kind of a nice character turn.
1: Yeah, it was it was the first like real thing we got to see like from astronomer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead of just brooding and grouchy. Yeah. There's uh Velocifighters to come in and escort them in, no different than any other movie where this happens. And it was actually really well done. There were some parts that were a little goofy, but I think for overall this scene was pretty well done. It's I think this show's really starting to hit its stride with getting the proper tone across to, to the viewer this season anyway but tj doesn't like that and he's like f this i'm gonna crash land this thing on the you know after we get hit by lightning i'm gonna crash land this thing on the planet
1: if i was andrews i'd have been like yo hold up this is my ship
0: and he didn't say a damn thing about it he's like oh no coron and he has to go run out and check her what she's escaped surprise surprise shocker yeah so you're like well what the hell's going on here but then they mosey on out and they see that there's which I thought was kind of interesting. There's um, Darkonda out there, a couple clicks out, with Pironitrons. Why wasn't he with Quantrons?
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
0: Uh, unless this is, I mean, although now that I think about it, this does help with the continuity when with the Phantom Ranger when they were transporting Zordon and he was chasing after them. They were using Pironitrons there because the Quantrons were with Astronema. So there is a tie into continuity there.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I just I just thought they would use uh, Quantrons instead of uh, Pironitrons.
0: They should have enough battalions, but I guess it also ties into with the all the villains, past villains, scattered sporadically throughout the the season.
1: Yeah, I mean it made. I mean it was it was cool seeing them, but you know.
0: Yeah, they're kind of goofy though. They look really low rent, quite honestly.
1: They look like knockoff versions of uh, Quantrons.
0: Yeah, and Cogs look like knockoff versions of them too. The gold-plated kind.
1: Yeah, like the kind you would get from dollar store instead of Walmart. True. You remember the Power Ranger toys they used to sell at uh, the dollar store? Mm. It was like these fake ones. It was so funny.
0: Is it like the fake pops that they sell? Like the multi-packs where it's like Superman with... like a, Instead of a Superman logo, it has like a lightning bolt on the chest. And there's the green arrow, but he's purple. Not Hawkeye, green arrow, but Hawkeye. But purple, green arrow mixed with Spider-Man who's wearing like a purple suit. Yeah. The most gangster looking weird amalgam of... Not to be confused with Amalgam Comics, which was DC and Marvel's amalgamation of Dark Claw, like Batman Wolverine combo. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I love the knockoffs because they, it's like they try to be different, but in the end, you just look at it and you're like, did you even really try?
1: Did you even really try?
0: Yeah. You, you bought one, you took them, you made up caster mold, a caster, uh, a mold of it, you know, of silly putty, and then you just kind of use that to make your production of $3.50 toys.
1: Pretty much. I mean,
0: they're fun they're little gems they're funny well that too yeah so on the jungle planet they're investigating there's darkonda and I already said that they get into a fight andros are they more andros and darkonda go at it and he's pretty pissed off at him ashley steps in and says i got this you go find zordon because that's the whole premise for them being on this planet so he goes and runs and he's looking for him but darkonda throws his eye lasers at him
1: the omega beams
0: yeah but then astronomer helps him to his feet and they skedoodle, they keep going. But then Ecliptor's like, hey, what's going on here? I guess he thinks that he's kidnapped Astronema or still has her or whatever. And she's like, don't, don't do it. And he's like, okay, well, whatever. But then Ecliptor, he gets shit stomped by Darkonda, like super wrecked, like his back, his front.
1: After uh, Ecliptor had already beat Darkonda so many times.
0: Oh my goodness. I think he killed him twice already. Yeah. I was surprised when the next scene, when Astro- oh, presume uh, leaves Ecliptor for dead. But guess what? He's not dead. Nope. Not surprised. Never die. Nope.
1: Or hashtag never destroy.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Hashtag not, de- not dead. Hashtag destroy.
1: Hashtag you be like that sometimes.
0: Yeah, but that second hashtag I said was actually spelled out, so it was just one big hashtag.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: This scene actually really took me by surprise, because I didn't know what was coming. There is a swerve coming. Astronomer leads Andros to Zordon. But then Andros starts talking shit to him. He's like, you dumbass. He's like, you're such a fool. Turns out it's actually Dark
1: Spectre. Yeah, I was like, hold up there, what? I was like, Zordon would never say this stuff.
0: Yeah, and he said it was like, the filter that he used was just kind of goofy, too. I was like, whoa, 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 like, it's underwater. Like, it's a dollar store copy of, of Zordon. Yeah. Long story short here, everyone's captured and restrained. But then Astronoma helps everybody get out but then she changes her t- or she changes her tone that she's not really helping them that she's actually evil you know i guess for self-preservation darkonda calls her out and she does that little thing where she makes him look like a fool and he's like oh so sorry
1: yeah basically which is funny
0: mhm but then <laughs> but then the power rangers called you yeah yeah off screen you see these green energy blasts who could they be what could they be from it's um it's Ecliptor, by the way.
2: Yeah,
1: basically like, oh, who who has Greeno? Oh, Ecliptor.
0: Yeah. So he's not dead, Darkonda, but he's down. Down long enough for everybody. With Caron's assistance to escape, then Ecliptor, he's like, all right, I'm tired of this stuff. Kills him. <laughs> Destroys him, and we're up to five.
1: The fifth one.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's got less than half of his lives to go. Yeah. Poor guy. It's kind of a goofy premise because he's a good villain, but... It's just kind of goofy.
1: I mean, play stupid
0: games, win stupid prizes. It, it might make sense to to have it more where it's, and maybe they've fixed this in, in future seasons, where if it doesn't kill him, it legitimately makes him stronger.
1: Well, like in Dragon Ball Z with
0: Sans? I, I don't know what I know what that is. I don't know what that is, though.
1: So in Dragon Ball Z, when Sans, I didn't, Sans c- get on? I all-
0: didn't ask you to tell me. You could tell me.
1: Nope, nope, we ain't going over it now.
0: I'm assuming that what doesn't kill him makes him stronger?
1: With Sans, once they get to the brink of death and survive, they, they double their strength.
0: Okay, so it's almost like adrenaline. Basically. But then they recuperate at the same time, which is kind of what adrenaline helps you do. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? That would make sense. You're just borrowing from another property, which that's what this whole season is. I mean, is.
1: it's Power Rangers. That's what they did for the whole Power Rangers in space. Yeah. Oh, Star Wars, that that worked out pretty well.
0: Yeah. Well, because this was pre-prequels.
1: I actually like the prequels.
0: Okay, well. Okay. This is the last episode. (laughs) Wow. No, I'm just I'm just teasing. The last bit of what happens here is Ecliptor tells everyone to leave, and then Dark Spectre and Darkonda are planning another they're having another FaceTime chat where Dark Spectre says that he has plans for Astronomer and Ecliptor and that their loyalties will never stray again. And guess what? So does Darkonda. He's got pretty much the same idea. Just he wants to do it on his own because
1: he becomes Dr. Darkonda.
0: Oh, my goodness. In the next episode, I wrote that down. It was so goofy. So, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the episode. There's, in quotes, touching forced moment that Corone has. So she's never had friends and blah, 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 blah. Well, she's got friends. Okay. End of story. Yeah. These next two episodes, though, were I thought they were really well done. And these are before the Psycho Rangers show up, too. Dark Spectre's Revenge, part one and part two. Yep, episodes 29 and 30. Andros is giving Corona a tour of the ship. Super exciting. In a swerve, they summon them both to the bridge and they make her an honorary Power Ranger with a purple-themed suit.
1: But before that, this, this, she was like, what do they want now? Are they Are going to throw me in the nearest black hole? And Andros goes, uh, well,
0: there's one close by. That, that was kind of funny. Some of the space humor was like earlier in the season, well, do you want to go see Haley's Comet? No, that's so stupid. Who hasn't seen that? Everybody, pretty like much.
1: Like, no Like,
0: wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was such an obvious swerve, though, that was coming that, you know, you didn't even really need to... It was a little heavy-handed, a little forced. Yeah. But this next scene with Darkonda, when they rolled in Ecliptor on a stretcher. Something like that. Yeah, and then he walks into this other room, Ecliptor does, and so then the Quantrons grab him and strap him to a chair with, as you said, Dr. Darkonda with his old-timey doctor headpiece. I was just waiting for the lab coat to show up. Yeah, I was like, what is this? What is going on? Mm-hmm. Then we see another FaceTime chat with Darkonda and Dark Specter. They're talking about Eclipter, and he said, oh, yeah, it's done. And then you don't know what it was. You're like, what is it? It. I feel bad for these guys because they've been in probably five episodes so far, and we're at episode 29. It is Balkan Skull. I don't feel bad for the professor because he's old.
1: Yeah, Bulk and Skull need that bread.
0: Yeah, they need that bread 20 years ago. The a- the professor actually sees something legitimate related to space. There's an asteroid heading for Earth. Deka and Alpha do too. So the Power Rangers with the megaship try to destroy it, and that didn't work. <sighs> and then they try to do some more damage, and it still didn't work. They go on the asteroid, and they try to plan some charges and blow it up that way, like in, um, what was that movie? Bruce Willis, with the oil diggers? Um, Armageddon? I think so. Yeah, that didn't work either. Nope. So then they go back to the ship, and Dark Specter sends them a message that says, you have my property, uh, Astronomer, which, I don't know, that's really uh, the right way you want to phrase that. Hold oh,
1: up. people aren't property.
0: Yeah, I, I agree.
1: This ain't the 1800s no more, Dad. That stuff don't fly. No. No, we shouldn't have flied back then, but you know.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. That's our stance on slavery. We don't agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So even though we do live in the South, it doesn't mean that we have to agree with that.
1: Yeah. I I hate the notion that everybody in the South is racist. Like, hold up there. Not, actually, a lot of people in the South are not racist.
0: We just talk really weird. Slower. I mean, not slower. Slower pentameter.
1: And we say y'all. And we drink sweet tea. I don't. I love sweet tea. It's terrible for you.
0: Oh yeah, the four hundred pounds of sugar that's in each glass.
1: That's why I try to drink water as much as possible. I limit to maybe
0: once a week sweet tea glass. Yeah. If your grandma makes it, it's a different recipe than if your mom makes it too, by the way. Oh yeah. Not you. You you know this, but Yes. The the cyber scholars do not.
1: Oh yeah, I went when I was in Cali and I went into In and Out Burger, no sweet tea
0: whatsoever. Every place we went, no sweet tea, and I'm like Not even Lipton brisk? Nope. Which is not comparable at all. I'm not saying that at all, but it's the next best thing i suppose
1: yeah i don't understand how people have never tried sweet tea like i can get some people not liking it but just not to know what it is it's like what
0: it's a very it's like bojangles
1: oh yeah i met some people from a dude from cali and a girl from somewhere out west and when i was in taco bell it was a random thing but they're like how was bojangles i'm like
0: wait it was random that you were in taco bell
1: no it was random because they just started talking to me oh i was on break from work you know they just started talking and they're like so what's good around here and i was naming off the food they're like what's bojangles i'm like "Ah, i got a story for you
0: well i got one for you about bojangles every time my dad is in the area which is not often every time they come down they've been here i've been here six years now in the south and they've been down twice but every time they come down now my dad's like the first meal that my dad has to have is bojangles (laughs)
1: Yeah, cuz it. cuz it's only down south. It's not out west or
0: north at all. No, I don't think it extends north of Virginia, somewhere in, in like the middle portion of Virginia, like probably I doubt it goes further north than Woodbridge. Yeah. Or any further west than maybe like central Tennessee. Yeah, if that far. I don't know what their footprint is. I can Google it, but Well, that's that's a lot of work.
2: Yeah,
1: you're true. True, that's a lot of work. I don't feel like doing that, but... Yeah. Oh, wait, Bojangles is, uh, is like, their corporate office is in South Carolina, and it's, like, this small little house.
0: Oh, nice.
1: I pass it going to from the hotel to Broadway at the beach. Interesting fact.
0: Yeah. Cool story.
1: Amazing story.
0: Yeah. You ready to get back to this story? Yes, sir. Cool. So, uh, where we left off? Where we left your heroes... They were in a quandary. Dark Spectre sent them a message that said, "I want my property, which is Astronema." And Caron was thinking to herself, "Well, I can get on the ship and reprogram the asteroid," which made me laugh that that was actually a thing.
1: You can reprogram an asteroid.
0: Yeah, and so Andros eventually was like, "Okay, I suppose that's what we got to do." And then we have our comedy segment again, where the professor pulls his ice cream delivery truck science van in front of Commander Norquist in front of NASADA and says, there's an asteroid coming toward Earth. Hold up, he says, there's an asteroid! Yeah, that's true. You would think that he would, I don't know, know that being in charge of NASADA, that they would be monitoring stuff like this?
1: Yeah, you think.
0: Yeah. So then we cut back to Corone in her best astronomer cosplay with her red hair. Short red hair, by the way. And Cyborg Ecliptor... Not a big fan of it. No. No, but it does play into the future portion of the role. Cyborg Ecliptor catches her and says he's better than ever and that she will be too. Foreshadowing. Uh, Nasada holds a press conference. Oh, I'm sorry. Nasada sends a message to the Power Rangers. It's like, we suck. Can you fix it for us? Save our asses. The best part is that they've tried already. And they could not. Yeah. So Nasada holds a press conference complete with history lesson about the extinction of dinosaurs based on that theory of the asteroid that hit 65 million years ago.
1: But they were Sludge's asteroids.
0: Well, until the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? And then afterwards, there's, a, the, there's an interview with the professor and he says that everyone should panic, which was hilarious. Ha, ha, ha. You don't, you don't sound too enthused about that. Because it wasn't. I'm really tired of this character
1: you don't like for professor
0: professor goofball yeah yeah i mean he's used so far and few between that i guess it's not too bad
1: i mean i didn't mind him that much
0: i guess that's true yeah so all the zords show up and they try to push this thing off course and then it's entering the earth's atmosphere and then in a brilliant move the professor sees a sign that says experimental spacecraft and wants to board it so that they can blast off into space before the asteroid hits the earth and at the end of the episode you see Bulk Skull and the Professor on the aircraft going what appears to be into space with no spacesuits on.
1: Power Ranger logic.
0: Yeah. Although at the beginning of the season I did like when they were wearing their Ranger suits going into space. That was kinda cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just don't I don't like the fact that you can breathe in space without the a spacesuit, but in the first episode the astronauts were wearing space suits.
0: Remember in the comic when they went to the moon, the, the nineteen sixty nine Rangers? Mm-hmm. they could breathe with their helmets on, but then when when, when the one guy had his visor broken, he, uh, he died. He didn't die, he got he, he got destroyed. Good point. I, I'm talking about
1: like Forever Red.
0: Oh, yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot wrong with that episode. We don't need to dissect.
1: It was a great episode, but there's a lot of things wrong with it. Was it though? I like the episode.
0: I mean, yeah, it's a goofy episode, but yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. There's a little bit to uh, to dissect. Yeah. We're not going to do that right now. No, sir. No. So that's the end of that episode, and it is a two-parter to be continued. Dark Specter Part 2, his revenge. In this one, the Mega Winger shows up with Zane. Oh, yay. Your favorite character. Here's the best part. Zane took acting acting lessons during his, uh, his time away, so he's got better emotion. The Mega Winger. Mega Winger, man. Surf's up. So that thing shows up and helps, and it was built by the Rebels. Was
1: it, though?
0: That's what he said. My favorite part of, of this opening act is as the asteroid gets closer to the Earth and in the orbit, it causes a ear-piercing sound to the people on the planet mm-hmm. because that's how science works. Logic. Yeah, it's a kid's show.
1: Welcome to Power Rangers Logic.
0: Mm-hmm. I kind of want that to be like the... Um, Like the, you know how they have like Talking Dead and Beyond Stranger Things and talking whatever on AMC? Yeah. I want that to be the name of the show about Power Rangers and have it with the cadence of Power Rangers Megaforce. You know, like Power Rangers Megaforce (laughs) or it was more like Megaforce. It wasn't super gravelly like I just did, but
1: Power Rangers Megaforce.
0: Exactly. That one. So they find the Dark Fortress because what's-her-face is being held there. Oh, they, they hooray, they, the Power Rangers and their Vorzords slash Megazords are able to deflect the asteroid.
2: Yeah,
1: Luke and uh, Han, I mean uh, Andros and Zane.
0: Oh, that's coming up. Yeah. And, yeah, as you said. Those two just happen to be on their galaxy gliders. And they, oh, we forgot the most important part. Bulk and Skull and the Professor are on a, an unnamed planet in wreckage. They survived. No, nothing. They're just kind of sitting there.
1: Yeah, they're like, yeah, we're, we're just
0: chilling. Spoiler alert. They're on Earth in the desert. <gasps> just over the ridge from the city. Who would have seen that coming?
1: I wonder how much they got charged for stealing that uh, spacecraft.
0: Mm, well, Skull did stay behind, so he probably got... And he wasn't on the show for 19 years, so he probably got dinged pretty hard. Probably doing community service to pay that thing off.
1: Uh, but he came back in samurai, and he's super rich. Like, did he write a book, like, how to avoid... Uh... Go into prison or something.
0: He probably worked three or four jobs. Maybe he paid it off ahead of time, so he didn't incur a whole lot of interest.
1: Well, he has a limo in Samurai and a son.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, he, well, well, geez, that just blows my logic right out the Power Rangers logic. <laughs> that's that's the there. That's the answer, because kids are expensive.
1: Oh, and he came back in a Wild Force for Forever Red
0: for thirty seconds, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was a good cameo. You know, I even once met Lord Zed and Rita.
0: Oh. His cameo was longer than the actual actor for Alien Rangers.
1: Yeah. I never understood that one. I was like... Because it was obviously a different voice. I guess they couldn't get the dude to come back on the show or they didn't have the budget for it.
0: For one more person. Yeah. Or at least for him to do like ADR.
1: Basically, like, come on now.
0: Yeah. Whatever. It's a kid show.
1: It's a kid show.
0: Yeah, so story progression... That makes sense. The Zane and Andros are on their galaxy gliders, and they stow away on the wings of a Velocifighter. And they do, like you said, they steal the uh, stormtroopers' outfits, and they storm the castle. Yep. But I did notice, it's very brief, it's about seven and a half minutes in on this episode, watching it on Netflix from in the U.S., there was a weird-looking chessboard, almost like a board game-type board, where it, was like, it wasn't square, it wasn't round, it was like an odd shape. And it had what looked like prototypes of the Super Megaforce keys standing there in that same pose and that same minimalistic type design.
1: I'll have to go back and check that out because I don't remember that, I'm going to be honest with you. I
0: was like, oh, that's cool. And then they walk, wander into the control room and there's Astronema slowly turning to reveal the opposite side of her face that we hadn't seen all episode. And there's her Borg implants. <gasps> yep. And there's a fight. Go figure. They run away, and I love the strip Quantron armor outfits. They just grab it by the shoulder and pull it off.
1: Power Rangers logic.
0: Power Rangers fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And they eventually morph. Then they escape by stealing VelociFighters, which makes sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know.
0: And then they fight the monster of the day. They save Balkan Skull from it because, hey, they're still on Earth.
1: So they have to they get them on their uh, galaxy gliders, and, I'm like, all right, we got y'all.
0: Yeah, you know, once they win, they take them back to town because it's like a three-mile hike otherwise. Yep. But yeah, we see the Mega Winger in action, though. I did like the transform sequence from Starscream to Transformer. Yeah. It was quick. It was to the point, And they could use it every time. And it doesn't obviously pad the episode.
1: Yeah, it didn't take too long,
0: which is always good. Agreed. And the uh, Mega Winger wing transformation thing onto the Mega Voyager thing. Yeah. At the end of the episode, Darkonda shows his ass. <laughs> Astronom is like, hey, man, you can get out of here. Just showered of him being thrown out. He teleports out.
1: Yeah. he's like, all right, I'm gone.
0: He knows his bread is no longer being buttered there.
1: Yeah. He, he no longer eats the wheat there.
0: No, sir. <laughs> so that arc is the Astronomer, Corona, Redemption, Reverting. That arc is, at least at this point, is, is over. Enter everyone's favorite. I'm pretty excited to talk about this because all I've done is heard about this stuff and I've never actually seen it until today. I actually watched these this afternoon. Episode 31. 31. Rangers Gone Psycho. Probably one of the coolest arcs ever in Power Rangers history. I can see why. It was well done. The outfits were really cool looking. The voice processing was done really well and I'm a fan. They really put the Rangers to the test and that was... was... When, When they get into fights, their suits are heavily modified and battle damaged. It was really cool looking. Like you can almost see inside the suit sort of. It wasn't just ripped fabric it was actually schematics and and yeah. not really gears and whatever but it it was supposed to look like scaled armor and underneath pretty nifty there's there's some obvious foreshadowing in here like um when they're at the surf shop that little girl has that stupid little pocket dictionary assistant thing that was cool back in like 1980 or 1992 no 1997 to about 2001 when then a cell phone became a cool thing
1: yeah that stupid thing then when they pressed it it made mm-hmm. the sound of their morphers and they're like Nandi?
0: Yeah, and they're like, "Oh."
1: Did you notice in that scene though, when Ashley like leans over to talk to the girl, like you can see straight up her skirt, and I'm like,
0: "No, I didn't." And I was, I remember you telling me about that, and I, I didn't even, I didn't know where it was, and I didn't really even bother going back and looking. I was like, "Y'all had to have noticed this in post." Worst case that they could have done was not fuzzied it, but I mean, she's wearing bloomers under her skirt. Yeah. So it's not like she's not wearing. She's probably wearing more than less than she could, you know, she probably could have been wearing less, but maybe they're, I don't know. I don't know. It, yeah. They they probably should have caught it, but who knows?
1: Yeah. I just think that it could have
0: easily been caught and it just wasn't. Yeah. And, and unrelated, but it will sound ridiculous, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Whatever happened to the Andros is in love with Ashley plot? Oh, it comes back later. Conveniently. Right. When there's not anything else going on, when they don't have any other free time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, I, th- I still think I like you.
0: Yeah. So the foreshadowing, the Copernicus 2000, also known as a Franklin Pocket Organizer. That's one hell of a name. Try spelling it. <clears throat> I had to pause it just so I could type it. <laughs> so we're at the surf shop. She hears that and they're like, oh, that's our communicators. Obvious foreshadowing. Yeah. Then Cassie sees on the news that the Power Rangers are at some place. There's a news anchor there and she's like, hmm, that's weird because I'm standing right here.
1: Like, hold up, who are these guys? And if you notice, the thing on their chest are different.
0: Oh, I didn't notice that.
1: The colors are like black instead of
0: uh, the red, uh, blue, yellow, pink, and black. I didn't notice that. They're either black or brown. Hmm. I'm going to go back and look at that later. But then the newscaster goes up for an interview, and instead of saying anything, it's an uncomfortably long period of time that they don't say anything, by the way. And then they just pull out their guns, and they just start shooting at them. They don't hit anything. Yeah, no it's like they got their uh took aiming classes from stormtroopers. Yeah, how about that. But then the Power Rangers show up and they get beat up pretty good by their near identical counterparts, save for as you said the chess piece, but also their weapons. Not only are they carbon fiber colored, but they're not the same weapon. Yeah. Slightly different, like a sword instead of a spiral saber and bow and arrow for Pink instead of um a satellite gun. Satellite stunner. Yes and I didn't take notice to the other ones because they were, oh, there's an axe for the Black Ranger or the Black Psych- Psycho Black.
1: Yeah, he is. Nah, the,
0: yeah. The, well, it's not really an axe. It's like a lance sort of thing. Yeah, well, it's, it's short in one part and then it's longer in another. So Power Rangers logic.
1: Power Rangers logic.
0: Yeah. Those three at least rival the weapons, the unmorphed weapons from Super Sentai Ranger Mighty Morphin Season 1. Yeah. Because they had weapons and then they had morphed, weapon the same kind of weapon they just look different they're just power rangers themed at that point eventually they reveal themselves their true forms and they're like hey we're we're the psycho rangers we're faster smarter and stronger than you but we're evil
1: evil
0: and then they grab their heads their helmets and they learn that they basically just sucked all the knowledge out of them yeah until zane shows up on his silver cycle and then they get out of there
1: yeah Overall, it was a great introduction to one of the most legendary villains of all time.
0: It was it was so well done. I mean, they had a lot to do with the Sentai. Mm-hmm. But the way they did it, and there was still a shroud of mystery around them because you're like, why did they leave? Is it because they were outnumbered? Well, that doesn't they don't really care. It could be one versus five for all they care, and it doesn't matter in, in most cases. They come back to the city after they get called back, and they just start scanning for the Power Rangers. Eventually, they figure out where we see a couple, a montage of two or three different times where they hear this stupid Copernicus 2000 going off and they think it's the Rangers Morphers, or their their communicators. So they're beating up old people and ripping off car doors.
1: My favorite one was the old lady where she goes, ah!
0: which was also foreshadowing, but also a misdirect for the next episode, I believe it was. Maybe it was the two episodes from now.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure which episode. I just know which episode. <laughs> it wasn't the next episode. It was the episode after, I think. Because the next episode is Carlos on call, I think.
0: Yeah, which was a nothing episode. Honestly, it was just this little kid that gets this photo thing and it was annoying. Yeah. Oh, they did take... The one thing that, that did happen in this episode, too, is that they take Zane, they capture Zane because they're TJ's using his communicator to get a hold of Zane, calls him on his cell phone, pretty much, and says, hey, be careful, and then they take him, and then Andrews comes in and it's like, hey, you see this stupid thing that was in the first part of the episode? Well... They think that this is our stuff. This is us. It's not.
1: Yeah, that's how they're trying to track us, but it ain't it ain't like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So they do a distraction with the tank from the, what, the second or third episode that hasn't made an appearance since? Yeah. Which, how would they get that if they're not morphed, by the way?
1: I don't know. Power Rangers logic.
0: Thank you. Makes sense. This episode was written by Judlin
1: Or Chiplin. I don't know why he changes his name.
0: Well, Chip is a nickname. Oh, well, who knew? They morph when, they're di- when the psychos are distracted right outside the library where Zane's being held. So there's a force field, also known as a plate glass window, in front of the library. Mm-hmm. They break in, and then the psychos show up, and they beat the shit out of them, including a whole bunch of uh, a, five to- uh, uh, a five-way Hadouken. Hadouken! Yeah, like, and they are just like, oh, we're halfway dead. Then they get recalled because they have headaches, but they have headaches because they're being pulled back by astronomer. We find out that her super evil plan is to usurp Dark Spectre, but she has to drain his power first.
1: Yeah. Just take all his power so she can, so she became, oh, 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 I can't even talk today. So she can become the new Queen of Evil. Evil? I think it was
0: monarch of evil. Yeah. Something like that. She's a princess of evil. She wants to be the Queen of Evil. The Queen Bitch. Pretty much. Queen bee of evil. In this, this next episode, I'm going to skip right over it. Episode 32, Carlos on Call. Here's the short of it. Some kid sees him morph by way of pictures in a photo booth. Kind of a cool graphic.
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool, but it was stupid of him.
0: He's like, I'm going to morph in this photo booth. He couldn't run into like the bathroom, and then he couldn't run into all these other places. And then he like casually, calmly, slowly, carlos his way into this photo booth. Like, man. <laughs> you, did you notice he, what game he was
1: playing uh, at the arcade?
0: WWF superstars on the arcade and he was Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then Sophie's like I can I can do better.
0: And then she's slamming on Ultimate Warrior. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, "Oh, so this is a thing. It, it's a real thing. You're not familiar with this game?"
1: No, I I knew about the game cuz I played it at a local uh, arcade shop, but I I, fr- I had to when I rewatched the episodes, I'm like, "Hold on, they're playing a WWE game. Chill out." No, they're playing a WWF game. Same shit different day. Pretty much. But yeah, the episode was not great. It was a filler episode.
0: Yeah, and did this girl ever come back in any other, anything?
1: Yes. Yes, she does.
0: Oh, is in this season?
1: Yes. Oh,
0: man. Yeah, they did defeat one ranger, one psycho ranger in this episode.
1: So, hey, okay, so they came out with like a VHS tape of the psycho rangers, like the arc?
0: No, they didn't defeat one in this one.
1: I don't know if they did or not. I just know what...
0: They, they didn't. They did not.
1: I just know when I was watching the VHS tape, it would show the whole Psycho Ranger arc, but it skipped over this episode.
0: Good, because it was—it's honestly—it's a—it's a skip. There's just a couple fight scenes with the Psycho Rangers, but there's a monster of the day. You, you do see a lot of infighting between the Psycho Rangers because they want to—they want to get the credit. They're truly evil in the sense that they're selfish.
1: Evil.
0: We'll just go right to the next one, episode thirty-three: A Rift in the Rangers. The setup of this is awful because Cassie just super mad that everyone's a slob when it's her week to clean. Okay.
1: I mean, you either get mad or you just
0: don't. Or you get even. They are so blatant about being such assholes when she's trying to clean to the point where Cassie's cleaning. She's sweeping furiously, which actually creates more dust than it does clean. She had just finished cleaning the table where everyone was already eating at again, and she had just mopped the floor, which wasn't dry yet. So, why are you sweeping if the floor's not dry, first of all? Second of all,
1: Power
0: Rangers logic. Yes. So then they're like, it's like they had tomato soup with every single saltine cracker ever made because there were crumbs of crushed whatever it was pita bread, saltine crackers, something of the like, all around their plates. That are like, there was a localized food fight to just the surface of the table. Ashley's trying to leave because there was something going on that she had to go tend to. And Cassie's like, you're not going to clean up your mess. So she just takes her hand and like brushes the mess onto the floor and she gets so mad. I had to laugh about it. It's like talking to a child. It's like how two children would interact. I mean, I'm uh, not nope, going to keep my mouth shut. Nope, not going to say it. Under, under 12. Two siblings under 12.
1: I mean, honestly, though, that's how some females interact, though. Dudes would be like, "I right, clean it up.
0: No, they'd hit each other and they'd be fine with it.
1: yeah. Females, they just argue back and forth and then they hate each other for like 10 years.
0: Are you generalizing or assuming their gender? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll accept your apology on behalf of all assumed gendered men and women across the world.
1: Wait, wait, hold up. Before we continue, you saw that video of GameStop?
0: (laughs) No. I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Please tell me you're lying.
0: I'm dead serious. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been with family the last few days, so I don't know. Oh my God, I'm going to send you the video.
1: Everybody's joking about that video. Okay. It's a transgender woman in uh, GameStop. And this lady goes, sir, you need to calm down. And in the deepest voice you can think of, it is ma'am. Oh I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, she, she going to beat
2: somebody's ass.
0: When I worked in retail, now this is pre-2000, this happened once in a while. You would confuse because they're just androgynous. You know, you, you can't tell and you just go with what you think. It's happened. You apologize and you move on. Yeah. That was then. That's not now.
1: Now everybody blows up. Yes. And then the GameStop employee accidentally says sir again. And she goes, you want to you call me a sir again? I'll show you a sir. We could take it outside. I was like. Calm down. It ain't that
0: serious. No. If that's the worst thing that happens in your day. Anyway, so episode 33, A Rift and the Rangers, Cassie's mad at Ashley, they're butting heads that sets up the whole struggle of this episode, because guess what, they eventually have to work together. But in the meantime, the Psycho Pink and the Psycho Yellow Rangers both want to make a name for themselves. They want to capture their ranger. Yeah. So they come to an agreement, even though Psycho Red, I believe, was the one that Astronema had appointed to take down their ranger first. Yeah. Long story short, the Psycho Pink goes to Earth and fights everybody, and... Parading down the stairs is this older lady, which we were referencing a few minutes ago. This civilian gets blasted by Psycho Pink. Ashley goes over to help and then gets like laser handcuffed with zero point energy, like syndrome from Incredibles.
1: (laughs) It happens like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it was kind of cool the way it was done. Then Psycho Yellow left with Ashley and put her in a cell. Psycho Pink was pissed because Psycho Pink got double crossed by someone who should be on their team. I think
1: Psycho Pink's probably my most favorite Psycho Ranger.
0: The attitudes are just super large on these on these characters. I love it. They're one dimensional in that they just want to destroy things, specifically Power Rangers. Yeah. Man oh man, they have such large personalities. They just they don't want to hide it. Nope. They're like, Yeah, this is me, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. <laughs> Eventually they fight the uh, Psycho Pink goes to the Psycho Yellow cell, it's in the side of a mountain beside a factory. Because logic. Yes. Well, I mean, hey, location, 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 right? Pretty much. They fight, long story short. Eventually, Ashley is able to escape. By turning them against each other. Which was going to happen anyway.
1: Yeah, because, you know.
0: It happened the second they walked in. Yep. Long story short, she gets freed. Cassie shows up on her galaxy glider and... uh, Grabs her while she's wearing handcuffs. She holds her hands up and is like, here, grab them." It's not like in um, Captain America Civil War where he holds up his webbed hands and Hawkeye shoots his the webbing out.
1: Because that would have been too cool.
0: No, because TJ then has to roll up with his axe and pull his punch with his axe and Bam. break it. Yeah. Psycho Pink's face shield is cracked. Her energy shield, as she called it.
1: Her eye thing, right?
0: Yeah. The visor. Then they exploit it. Uh, eventually they, they work together, Cassie and Ashley. Perfect setup, right? Yep. Psycho Pink gets got, and then she grows without saddle lasers. Critical for next episode. Because why Power Rangers logic?
1: You got to do the jingle.
0: Power Rangers logic. That's why you're here. (laughs) I guess. That's your job. (laughs) So then they beat Psycho Pink in regular and then big boy size, big person size. Yeah. Standard and Megazord size. And then we see the final scene is uh, Astronoma dressing down the Psycho Rangers. Like, uh, Psycho Pink had her own plan and it didn't work. And then she walks past him and winks at Eclipter, Which was weird, because she's supposed to be devoid of all emotion, right?
1: So, is she trying to hit or gnaw? No.
0: I mean, 10 out of 10 would smash, right? I guess. It was weird. She's into that papier-mâché, black and green with cybernetic implants type thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, people like what they like.
0: Yeah. Unless you are a wrestling fan, then Vince McMahon tells you what you like. And you better like it, damn it. <laughs> or you're fired. <laughs>
1: you're fired.
0: The The last episode we're going to cover is Five of a Kind. Dark Specter's on to somebody draining his power. Still, he can't figure it out.
1: Yeah, and then he tells the Astronomer to figure out who's draining my power on Earth. I'll get right on that.
0: Mm-hmm. So she does that. Then we cut to the ship. This is going to piss you off so much, by the way, because on the ship, they have a chessboard, square chessboard, or checkers, whichever you prefer, with five Hobby Lobby grade die cast plastic molds of shapes, people, person, a shape, and they're red, blue, black, yellow, and pink, just standard shape, single mold. And then they have five perfectly articulated Psycho Ranger action figures on the opposite side of the board. It's like, how, why, and who did this? And how can you get one? Because they're not making Psycho Pink and Psycho Yellow?
1: Yeah, I was able to pre-order Psycho Black, but they're still it's still up in the air whether we're going to get it. Still pissing me off, though.
0: I've seen plenty of people on, Am- on on Amazon, on Instagram, that are having people custom make them, and they look really solid, too.
1: They look good, but the Psycho Pink and Yellow are were a little bit smaller.
0: Yeah, but what are you going to do?
1: Not much you can do.
0: True. So then TJ has his plan to CGI spray paint everybody blue.
1: Yeah. After he got his ass handed to him and he got a concussion.
0: This was the first thing he had. And then well, they went and they got shit stomped after that.
1: Well, the first time they just mixed up the colors.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he then, has a plan to fight off colored.
1: Yeah. And then they, the, the cycle ranger switched it around and beat their
0: ass regardless. Yeah, and the only thing that stops T.G. from getting got again this season is um, Zane, of all people. I love how they're like, oh, Zane's here. Like, they weren't expecting him to be there. Well, anytime he shows up with the Mega Winger or on his motorcycle.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Super Silverizer. Oh, my goodness. So goofy. <laughs> Basically, this was just a, a How to Kick a Power Rangers Ass episode. They beat the hell out of him. And then they went with the same color, which sort of worked. Yeah. Well, it worked pretty well. I mean, the Psycho Rangers were super pissed. And I'm wondering, except the Yellow Ranger, the Psycho Yellow seems to be like the smartest one. Yeah. So far.
1: Yeah, Red's just too, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Aggressive? Yeah. He
2: has
0: a, he has Toxic a lot of- masculinity?
2: I was about to say that!
0: <laughs> He's just like, I don't know, he needs to get some or something are all, all five of them are blue because Tj watches a fight in black and white or well, it turns to black and white
1: you think with like an advanced spaceship they would have something higher quality than a VHS tape
0: well they'd have high def TV first of all
1: but everybody's seen Haley's comment
0: yeah technology should have advanced by now but I did like the psycho <laughs> silver when it when when that showed up it was super obvious who that was it was Zane spoiler not a spoiler <laughs> But the strategy on it was pretty good, is that Psycho Blue, who was like super bloodthirsty for the Blue Ranger or any of them pretty much, is like, hey, Psycho Black and Psycho Red, I'll take care of all these fools and Psycho Silver. And then Psycho Silver was like, hey, by the way, I'm not really a Psycho Ranger. Hey,
1: like, but really? No, I'm not. I ain't that guy.
0: Yeah. Takes off the helmet. So it's just an outfit. Yet he was wearing the outfit and he got zapped by a Psycho Ranger, which probably would injure someone.
1: Or kill a normal person.
0: Yeah, if they're just wearing a cosplay outfit.
1: Like was it an actual did, does it have
0: circuitry in it like It looks like a foam head. Yeah, it did. One step above Chewbacca mom's mask.
1: <clears throat> I'm mad I know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, in the long run they they do the same thing to Psycho Blues they did to the Psycho Pink. They break a shield and then they destroy him in standard mode, standard height, and then they have to fire the saddle lasers to make him big again. Come on. Can't we just use the same footage from episode to episode? The satellite lasers? Just slip it in there. It's like three seconds.
1: Nope, can't do it. Too
0: long. So they beat him, but not before he freezes the Mega Voyager Megazord. And then they turn up the heat because they have thermometers, also known as thermometers. <laughs> thermometers? So goofy. It's almost, it sounds almost like when, when Sir One had to say that line, he's like, like, you could almost hear the end of his sigh before he said it
2: <laughs> yeah
0: so they beat psycho blue and psycho pink is gone too An astronomer starts to lay out her plan and then it cuts to the, the ship where andros is laying out plans to test the mega ship in case they need to use the mega ship for anything cuz it got beat up pretty good at some point at some time because we didn't see it logic yeah, we didn't use it in the last couple episodes, but they got to use old foot they got to use footage from the beginning of the season, not the end of the season for the next couple battles is my best guess.
1: Or something happened to the other uh, Megazord in the uh, Sentai.
0: True. That's the end of that episode, but at the very end and because I haven't watched any episodes beyond this yet, I noticed that when TJ and Andrew's were talking, when they were working in the the thing that they fixed in the first couple episodes to prove that they were friend friendly and not assholes. He was working on something in there. The semi-deck? No, maybe that's where it was, but he was welding panels onto something.
1: Oh, uh, I don't know what you're I, I mean, I know what room you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of it.
0: It, it might be the semi-deck. I don't, I don't know. It's not really important. But the way he was acting and, and talking to Andros, not what he said as much as his body language made it seem like he was actually not TJ, but maybe a stand-in of some kind, hearkening back to the episode where Astronema was doubling as Ashley. No, it's really him. Oh, okay. It just seemed like the tone was a little off then.
1: Might have been having an off day. You never know.
0: Might have just had him toss their salad.
1: We're here to toss your salad. None of you.
0: Like what? So, but all in all, I mean, you know more about the Psycho Rangers than I do. What happens next? I'm not asking, but I'm just making a statement. But as someone who has never watched the arc before, I really liked it. I mean, it was really solid. Even at the age that I am now, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm excited to see what happens next.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was probably overall one of the best arcs in Power Rangers history, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, Psycho Rangers, again, one of the most legendary uh, Ranger Slayers are Ranger villains of all times. I don't know. I'm just glad we finally got figures of them. But for them to not finish them is kind of like an insult. I wonder if Hasbro will pick up and do it. It'd be nice. Probably not. Yeah, they would. They wouldn't be the same scale if they did. And after, like, after I get new like figures, like all my legacy figures are gonna be gonna be taken down, except for probably the Lord Draken. So they match. Yeah, because I, I I mean, some of them don't match right now, and I'm really OCD oriented, and it's like killing me. Mm -hmm. But like once we get the Lightning Collection, and they come out with different figures, I'll be super happy.
0: So with the Hasbro deal, can they do any? They bought everything from the beginning, all the IP and and everything.
1: Well, they bought Power Rangers and they bought Saban. Well, did they buy Saban or did Saban shut down? Either way, Saban is helping out Hasbro with Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, well, he's staying on as like the... Consultant. Well, he's actually got a really high end, like a vice president title or something. He's basically being the Dana White of the UFC, but for Hasbro, at least the Power Rangers division. Like when Zufa got bought out, Dana White stayed on with whoever the new guys are. Yeah. In the same capacity. So uh, Haim Saban, I got the inside scoop from Jason. We're on first name basis now. You know, Mr. David Frank? Yeah. He was telling me how, how Haim Saban was staying on to be not a consultant, but a an executive of something or other. Well. And it might just be a title. That might be the way he gets his payout. It's possible because, I mean. It's a sweet deal. He, he
1: already got half a, bill, uh, half a billion dollars from Hasbro for Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, well, and I'm sure part of that, too, was he had already invested and built stuff. I mean, he bought the brand twice. Yeah. He, he's basically a kid. As an adult, he's a kid. You know, when you're a kid, you are given certain toys. And then now as an adult, these same kids who are now adults are buying what they had before. They're rebuying their childhood. Yeah. Kind of like what he did, but he did it twice as an adult. Yeah. Because season 18 was such garbage.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the last few Saban era seasons, or Neo-Saban era seasons have sucked.
0: No, no, I think the best... You know what season 18 was. It was that bullshit re- season one reskin.
1: Oh, yeah, that technical season 18. That one was terrible. Yeah. But that was Disney, I think. Right, it was the deal right before...
0: Right before Nickelodeon. Yeah, Disney and Saban. Mm-hmm. He probably earned... Um, probably. I'd, I'd say he earned his money. A few ups, Power Rangers. A few downs, VR Troopers. Yeah. A couple other things. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles on a half shell.
0: Saban Power. Basically. Do you remember how many episodes in total the Psycho Rangers are in? I can tell you. Uh, give me one. I looked for like 30 seconds today. It was like Psycho Ranger episodes or... How many episodes are the Psycho one, Rangers One,
1: two, three, four... Five, six,
2: six, uh, six, uh
1: there in the this
0: is brilliant radio,
1: it's like seven, seven episodes, eight, pretty good. Seven or eight episodes. I mean, because they come back later on after they get destroyed. Spoiler alert.
0: Well, are you referring to the in space episodes? Yeah. So in this season, they're in six or seven, maybe?
1: Yeah. And then in in, uh, Lost Galaxy, five of them are in one and one of them are in two. Okay.
0: So yeah, they resurface, which is kind of nice. So, we have a couple more to look forward to, but it's probably on its downward swing by now, or at least in the chronology that we're in right now, yeah, okay. You know what would be cool is if they had an anniversary episode or a build up a precursor to an anniversary episode where they had to bring back previous rangers to fight the psycho Rangers or bring in like the green psycho Ranger? Didn't he have a short lifespan in the comics?
1: I don't know. They can do it's power Rangers. They can do whatever they want. <laughs>
0: Oh, hold on. What if they had the Green Psycho Ranger and a side story? It'd be kind of hard to do now, but he was teaming up with still under the sort of Darkness control Mighty Morphin Green Ranger, where they teamed up and had, to, had their fun with beating up whatever structures in Angel Grove that they were beating up, and then the original team had to come, I don't know.
1: If anything, I would like to see a Netflix adaptation of like Power Rangers 1969.
0: That would be really cool. Cause then, yeah, you could definitely do it. Then they could just take arcs from that Kyle Higgins run, and, and I haven't read *Be on the Grid* yet. I'm, I'm three or four behind, but they could take so many of those individual. You know, they could just pick from because it's such a powerful thirty-issue run. Yeah. You know, they have the the where they get sucked into that other dimension in in issue eight, and to get out they had to siphon off green power, coin energy, because it connects to the grid differently, and that could be a storyline. Just the whole dragon thing, obviously, is being called for. You know, there's a an article that I've seen a couple times that Jason David Frank says, hey, let's promote and try to get Soul of the Dragon made as a real live ad- adaptation. Movie
1: or something, yeah. Out of all of them, if I, w- I want to see anything, it's going to
0: have to be the Soul of the Dragon story. That would be pretty cool. Kyle Higgins wrote it, but I don't think it would be more... That- I don't think it would be treated as more than a 45-minute episode, maybe a two-parter, because they just don't have the time or the budget, I don't think.
1: Well, Hasbro has a lot of money, more than Saban did, so...
0: How much are they going to invest in it, though? And how much is Nickelodeon going to invest in if they do it? Or is Nickelodeon going to even allow it to be on a different network? Yeah, they signed a three-year contract. They're there till 2021. But is it Nickelodeon? So if it's on Nickelodeon, it's definitely going to be watered down big time. No different than the 25th anniversary was kind of draken sort of lord draven yeah how much how closer can you get
1: i was actually talking to uh peter sadarso at pmc he's like because i showed him a picture it was like hey can i copy your homework yeah just change it up a little bit and it was lord draken and lord draven Mm -hmm. And he's like no honestly that's how we felt
0: it's not far off he's like it pissed us all off but nothing much you can do yeah the names are so fanatical kind of ridiculous to some degree that how can you there's only so many names you can come up with, but if you remember in the comics, and this is way off topic, but that's okay. Draken was a name that Rita of that dimension gave to Tommy, which was from another guy had used that, so she had bestowed it to him. The end of that sentence.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I think the dude in Masked Rider was called Count Draken. Oh, really? Count Dragon. Mm. Dragon. Count Dragon.
0: Count Drago.
1: Something like that. Something like that. Everything's similar.
0: Yeah, what's old is new again. Basically. Yeah, we'll go with that. I've noticed, and we were talking about this earlier before we started recording, that whenever it's almost like the Tommy Oliver marketing machine wants to gauge interest in things that he already knows is already in in the process of being fulfilled. Case in point. Yeah. We weren't going to talk much about this, but he posted a picture on his Instagram a couple weeks ago of him standing beside a giant WWE logo. He's like, does Jason David Frank need to do wrestling? And then we saw on the news, or not on the, on the news, because we're adults. We saw on, the, on our phones that he was at some wrestling event recently, and he, quote, punched a guy in the face, and now he's going to enter the world of wrestling. Or a year and a half ago, he's like, oh, man, I think Tommy needs an old man Logan-type story. And then Soul of the Dragon is announced eight months later.
1: Yeah. So Tommy, gen- or Jason, g- generally gets what he wants.
0: Well, I don't know that it's... It, it, that's probably to a point true, but I think he also he all I mean because he doesn't talk about the anniversary episode. he didn't talk about that until nobody did until it was announced
1: at PMC like yeah. everything about it because he couldn't talk about it legally
0: yeah so he's so he's good on the embargoes it's almost like the marketing machine starts and he he doesn't gauge interest he piques the fans interest like he gets them talking about something that's already in, in, in motion yeah which is kind of smart like you know I wonder if the fans want an, an episode 46 of this of the show because we're going to do one, by the way. We're recording 45 right now, so there's going to be a 46. I hope. You know what I mean, though? He's like, oh, yeah, I think there should be a, a an old man Tommy thing. And Higgins, is our, Kyle, has already written it or was in the process of writing it at the time because it was commissioned to be done. Yeah. You know, it's already a done deal. He doesn't have to do anything with it, but he can kind of float the notion out there. It's actually it's kind of a smart way of doing it now that, you know, now that I think about it because he's getting people to talk about it. He's starting the conversation before it's announced. He's starting the conversation, and then when it comes out, he looks like a genius.
1: When in actuality, he knew about it a long time ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was a special
0: consultant on it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he came up with most of the story where Kyle did, and he was like, I want this. I don't want to keep that. This, then, this. I think this should be in there.
0: I think the character would do this. I don't think he needs to validate anything beyond this. Let's, yeah.
1: Yeah, or if they do... what? Another thing I want to see is like an SPD 10 years later with JJ in it mm-hmm. and the Deca Ranger.
0: Well, they'd have to have JDF in it and Catherine Sutherland would have to be there for just a little bit. Not much. With her acting skills. <laughs>
1: I'm dead.
0: In Turbo Man, they were awful. Or Zeo, they were, they were awful. She didn't have a whole lot of... Tommy! She didn't have a whole lot of lines in the 25th anniversary episode, so i can't really judge her on that i could but i'm not going to
1: i mean i can't say i'm disappointed but you know it's whatever
0: yeah it's a kid show so anyway what else anything else to add no i'm good me too man we've talked for a while this is good yes sir all right well then um thank you once again to your buddy trey what's his name what's his stuff again
1: uh, Trey Waddy Unknown Artist on Facebook, Trey Waddy on YouTube, and is that Trey... Is that dot T-R-E. On Instagram. Where's your business? YouTube.com. Power Rangers guy. Go check me out. I do more phenomenal videos posted every week.
0: Including this one.
1: Yeah, this one's going to be on there.
0: Yes. Yes, it will. You can watch it. You can listen to it through the podcast stream.
1: Yeah, you can look at our beautiful faces.
0: You can watch my facial expressions.
1: I'm a pretty handsome guy, so you know you can watch me.
0: And your fancy new hat. Yeah, basically. Hopefully I have a fancy new shirt here soon. I'm waiting for your fancy new face.
1: I don't think my face is gonna change.
0: Okay. I was just Not going that with, much. I thought we were going with a the theme there. No. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. Anything else where you can be found? You have Facebook or something too?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Facebook at the Power Rangers guy, Instagram. give me one second, it's I think it's the Power Ranger guy, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it's
0: Power Rangers guy with underscores or something.
1: Something stupid like that because I couldn't get it. Uh,
0: yeah, power, power
1: underscore Rangers underscore guy. And then Twitter, I'm on there barely. Twitter, I'm there. Barely.
0: Yeah, Twitter's there. It's in that yeah, sentence, right?
1: Power underscore Ranger guy. Woo. So, yeah. Go follow me on all those. You know, I'd be posting to
0: Instagram and Facebook more than anything. Dude, that meatloaf thing that you posted the other day on Facebook, because I was actually on Facebook for a change, made me laugh. Which one was it? It was uh, Meat meatloaf. He's got that song. I would do anything for love. And then, like, it was like a page tear. It was like top, middle, and bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. Top one was said meatloaf. I would do anything for love. Middle tear was uh, stop watching Power Rangers. And they said, but I won't do that. Yeah, I laughed.
1: That killed me. I was like, I was like, bro, that's me. That is me.
0: I tried to share it to the podcast show's Facebook page, but I couldn't. I don't. I couldn't figure. Oh, out. I'll send it to you. I just couldn't figure out how to do it, and I was like, uh. "I shared it to my Facebook page by accident. I have work people on there, <laughs> and some work customers. So I'm like, I can't be on there.
1: Got to, got to delete
0: that. Yeah. Oh well. So thank you. And uh, so as far as oh goodness, I uploaded my microphone stand. Uh, as far as the show goes, you can catch us on Instagram, Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Send us an email, PowerRangersInCyberspace at gmail.com. And the Facebook page exists, Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Barley. It, it's there. Barley. That's about it. Uh, we, I don't do Twitter, so there is no show Twitter. And if there was, I would never read it or respond to anybody, so don't feel bad. Beyond that, I got nothing else? You got anything? Any final last words?
1: Um let's
0: rock it yeah let's rock it power down